Hey, it's Anna Robinson, and I'll be seeing you on the lawn. Hey everybody, it's Anna Robinson, back with a new episode of CNU on the Lawn. This week's episode, I have some football players from CNU. If you guys go ahead, introduce yourselves. Uh, Kato McCants, class of 24, defensive lineman from Princess Anne, major math. My name is Amon Miller. I'm an economics major. I'm a senior. I play uh, offensive line, a little bit of everything. I'm from Chesterfield, Virginia, Manchester High School. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, my name is Gunnar White. I'm a sophomore running back from Virginia Beach and I'm a kinesiology major. Great, okay. So first of all, I just wanted to congratulate you all coming off of a really good season that we've had in a while. A few accomplishments. We had a win against our rival team, Salisbury. Y'all winning the NJAC New Jersey Athletic Conference against TCNJ 27 to 21. And we also had 16 players received conference recognition. What are y'all's initial feelings just coming off of this season? Highs, lows, how do we feel? Yeah, it definitely feels good, but honestly, it's kind of what we expected. We knew we had a good team, a lot of returning starters, and we were really close to doing the same thing last year. So. It felt good to win the conference, but it's what we expected. It kind of hurts we didn't win that playoff game, but I think we'll be back and be able to do that next year. It was a great season, but I definitely think we could have did better. There was all the games that we did lose were within, all of them were within touchdowns. And then there's a couple of just minor details that if you go back and watch the game that if we did better, we would have been, had a way different record and probably still be playing right now. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I mean, it was great, great to win the conference. You know, great to see my guys get all conference. Great to see, you know, Gunner, OPOY, best back in the nation. You know, great to have that. But, you know, a lot of those win losses, honestly, they hurt a lot more than the wins that we had. Why do you feel the losses are hurting more than all of the wins and winning the NJAC? The playoff game, we lose by eight. That's the number eight team in the country. A couple of little mistakes. If it went our way, we could have won that. Hopkins, the second game of the season, number seven in the country, lose that by six. And again, we're down there close to scoring. We have some mistakes, some penalties that holds us back. And then the only other loss was Dickinson, and that was overtime loss, obviously, if that goes a little different. Oh, and then Montclair, that uh, we definitely should have won that game. We just played, just had a bad day. Yeah, I agree. If we played, we played two top 10 teams and kept it fairly close, I mean, we lost by a total of 14. And, you know, we kind of played, I think, down to our competition when we played. The, when we lost the two other games. And I think that if we played consistently the same as we played those top top 10 teams, the outcome would have been way different. Maybe moving on to something more positive. During these hardships during y'all's season, what helps to boost morale among y'all players? And how do you get through hardships together as a team? I think the way our team's set up, we're very close. And these two right here, these are my guys. I hang out with them talk with them all the time and just the whole team we have a lot of close bonds it's a real family atmosphere I mean just being around each other and we all get along well we all like being around each other and it's just always up for me I personally say there's like three things that go into keeping the team together and just having a good time it's winning the locker room and the dining hall the locker room that's where all the goofing off goes on and then the dining hall is also another place where you just finish practice and you just make fun of each other just have fun laugh in the dining hall and who doesn't like winning? So those three, I think, that's perfectly to keep a team together and keep the morale high. 
Yeah, I would definitely agree. Dining hall, having dinners together, that's a big thing. We'll just, I mean, honestly, practicing at six, we'll be in the dining hall for anywhere from like 6.15 to 7.30 or whenever it closes. And, you know, a lot of times just meetings too, just goofing off in those. Guys next to us just arguing about who messed something up on a play, just going back and forth over just like silly little dumb things. I don't have a meal plan this year, but last year I'd see y'all rampage regs or commons or something. There always <laughs> seemed to be something going on at those tables. So, but that's good. I think in tough losses, it's good to have each other's backs and definitely form tight bonds on the team. So it's something you can work on for next time or laugh about later. Shifting gears a little bit, I wanted to ask about y'all's schedules and just being a student athlete in general. What does your schedule look like in season? And also what does it look like during the off season? In season is definitely busy. A couple of days a week we have early, early meetings, like 6.30 to 7, so you gotta wake up early, do that. Me, I have an 8 a.m., so after the meeting, I don't have to go to class till about 10, then I can get something to eat. And then if you got little nicks, bruises, all that, you gotta go to the trainer, that's usually like an hour. Then we gotta get three lifts in a week, that takes about an hour. And then you gotta get food again, and then there's usually a meeting before practice, <laughs> or another meeting during the middle of the day. Maybe if you're lucky, you get time for like a nap for an hour before practice, and then it's practice and then your day's done after that. People talk about a lot of times how busy it is at D1 schools and like the workload that you get playing sports there. But in my opinion, it's just the same here. I mean, I think we're just as busy. It takes up the entire day. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, definitely caffeine becomes one of your best friends during the season just because how much you're on a runner. I know I live off campus and Caden lives off campus. So going home, even though I live close, it's not that accessible, especially you think two hours is plenty of time, but it flies by during the season. It's pretty much you got to get a good tonight, a good night rest, and then guaranteed there's meetings Monday through Friday, pretty much, and three to six practice and, you know, lifts incorporated throughout the day. And some days on Fridays, we're leaving for games. We had a Thursday where we left and, you know, you're missing classes on Friday, so you got to make up work. It's definitely a lot going on, but, you know, it's pretty easy to handle you know I've been around this fourth year so kind of used to it now but definitely as a freshman wasn't really the easiest thing to get used to. Definitely agree with that I, I scheduled a lot of hard classes for this semester so a lot of my assignments are taking forever we get out of dinner I'll spend hour hour and a half doing homework and that's just like an everyday thing and then I would just say probably like the worst part of our schedule would be days we travel and then we're missing class. Just having like make up assignment, make up notes, get stuff in early. It really just hampers your free time to have. With that kind of balancing social life, being a student athlete, how is it balancing school and being in season? Is that a big challenge or is, is there athlete study hours that help? Yeah, it, it's definitely tough. It, I would say a big thing of it is just discipline. When you get a schedule, you have to stick to it. You can't start getting behind on school because then you're going to start really getting behind on school. It's kind of a snowball effect. We have a great academic success team here. If you need meetings, they're willing to meet with you. They're willing to help, help set up plans with you. They'll discuss grades. We really discuss anything with you. There's a GPA requirement. If you're under that GPA requirement, you have to go to three study halls. And even if you're not, 
below that GPA requirement. You can still go if you want to. There's definitely tools and resources here to manage everything, but I would really just emphasize the big thing is just discipline. And when you have a system that works, you just have to stick to it. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. It's easy to fall behind, but it's also, you know, it's doable to stay ahead and stay on task and stuff like that. So definitely just getting your stuff done early, always. I mean, you can never go wrong with turning in or having work done early rather than doing it last minute procrastinating. So that's what I've noticed. Just try to keep a schedule and stay on your schedule. Speaking of schedules, my friend from home, she's a student athlete. She plays soccer and we only see each other now during the summer. I know during the summer she's on a strict fitness schedule in the off season. I assume you all have something similar to that. What does that look like during the summer in spring semester for y'all? Spring semester, that's when we start spring ball and we have our off season lifts. So usually that's real early in the morning and the spring ball we'll have our practices and then we'll still lift a few times a week. Before spring ball, we're lifting four days a week and doing our conditioning and everything. Summer, that's kind of the real grind. A lot of us, I think, I want to say around 50 stay here over the summer. Those are the harder workouts, heavier lifting, a lot of running. And I mean, it's a grind, but this year definitely paid off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with spring, either you're working out at six in the morning or eight in the morning. And, you know, a lot of us, if we have 8 a.m.s or like nine o'clock classes, we just want to get our lift done with at six in the morning. So I would definitely just say a big struggle is just like the, re- the repetitive, just a grind. It's just every day up at six, workout, then you got class. But it's nice because typically you're done at like one or two, so you have the rest of your afternoon. But then again, you're up at 6 a.m. the next day. And then after, you know, we have like the way our off season's broken down, it's a lot of lifting for the first part of spring semester. And then after that, we have spring ball. Spring ball, we're not really lifting as much. I want to say it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, again, out on the field, six o'clock, going through plays, going through technique. And then those Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're having, again, meetings and watching film of what we did. And then every other weekend during spring ball, we're able to put the pads on. That's always fun. Get to hit a little bit. And then speaking on the summer thing, I mean, that honestly, staying in the summer is, is honestly one of the toughest things that like. I'll probably say that I've done here, just like getting up again, working out. You're either working out at six in the morning, seven in the morning or 5 p.m. So you're up every day, either five or 6 a.m. You're going here, you're coming here, you're working out. And then, you know, a lot of us, we have a job we have to work. So if you're going to stay on campus here, you got to work a job. Or if you're staying off campus somewhere, you're also working a job to pay for rent. And, you know, a lot of us here, especially the offensive linemen, we were working at the country club. 6 a.m. workout, going to the country club, eight-hour shifts, we're moving tables, working outside, working inside, serving people, and then go back home, sleep for a little bit, same thing the next day. Yeah, spring, I think it's more the simpler semester compared to fall, just because you have way more free time, which sometimes is a bad thing because I get bored sometimes. So like, <laughs> it's not so much Xbox and YouTube you can watch and play. So eventually it's just like, all right, who wants to go play basketball or something like that. But besides lifting, you know, you kind of have, you know, especially that three to six period where we normally have practice, you can either schedule classes in, which I never had to 
So it's just kind of like you just have that whole time. And uh, most of the time for me, I'd get a second lift throughout the day and go to um, the Freedman Center and just get a second lift just because that's just what I enjoy doing in my free time. And then once spring ball starts, it's a little bit more, but it's still in the morning. So you still have the rest of the day. This past or the past couple of summers, I've always had a job this past summer. I had an internship, so I was back at home in Richmond. But it was along the same lines, basically, for me. I wake up at like six, something like that. And for my house, it was about a 30 minute drive. So I had to be there at like eight in the morning. So, you know, I was gone all day and then get off at five and go to the gym and go to the field and run. So I wasn't here doing the same work, but I was still working at home. So it's about the same. It sounds like a lot of hard work throughout the whole year, pretty much. A lot of stuff goes into being prepared for the season and being in season. What would you say is a factor that helps you keep motivated? Maybe like how Caden was saying during the summer, it's really hard. What's something that's like, oh, this is worth it? I think it's really important to set goals. Uh, we all wanted to win a championship. That's something we talked about all off season. So we were all focused on that. Personally, everyone has their own accolades and stats and rewards they want to get. I think it's just really important setting those goals and just know that's what you're working towards. Because I mean, it's hard. It sucks getting up early every single day for months and months and months. So you have to like know what you're working towards and kind of like have your why to why you're doing it. Yeah, you just like for me personally, it's just. Like a guy on the team says, you just got to love ball, man. You just love ball, man. <laughs> I mean, it, like even D1, D2, D3, NAI, whatever you play, JUCO, it's like, you know, you're sacrificing a lot and you just got to love football to do it. And I know a lot of us love football. And then personally, me, I just like winning and beating people. I mean, it's, it might sound cocky or something like that. There's no better feeling than being on the football field and knowing that you're better than somebody and beating them on the football field. Honestly, exactly what Amon said. I love competing against people. I love winning. I hate losing. I, I'd probably say I hate mo losing more than I like winning. And, you know, that's just a big factor, especially coming into this last offseason. I mean, losing to Salisbury, I played D-line, and I definitely got pushed around in that championship game. That's just an eye-opening thing where it's like, I could have been better. I could have helped more. And if I played better and if I was better, we probably win. Having that on the back of your mind every day really just helps motivate you uh, to work out and be better. So personal goals, knowing as a team you want to win, that all is pushing you to be a better player, be a better person, be a better teammate. Kind of winding down the conversation, I want to ask, how was the transition coming off of high school football, where I know some people are not going to college, some people are going to college to play football, others are just going to college, not doing football because they weren't as interested in it. How was that transition of high school football coming into CNU where everyone kind of has uh, one main focus? Yeah, it definitely is harder and definitely the way I used to think when I was in high school and a lot of younger people think is, oh, D3 isn't that different than high school. I mean, it's low level. It's not going to be that hard. It's definitely still harder. Everyone's bigger. Everyone's faster. Even though it's not division one, it's still, you're coming in 18 years old going against a 22, 23 year old grown man. I mean, you definitely have to get acclimated and that's why the off season is so important because that's where you can really develop and get bit as big as everyone else and as strong and as fast and all that. It takes a couple of years for a lot of people to get used to. Yeah, definitely agree with what Gunnar said. In high school, I played O-line at 230. I came here, offensive line coach pretty much said, 
I'll never play you at 230. You have guys here, you have linebackers here who are 230. That's just the big thing. Everyone in college, whether you're D3, NAIA, D2, D1, they're just bigger, faster, and stronger. A lot of these guys, they just study film nonstop. And so they're calling out your plays as you're running them. Yeah, I mean, my transition, I think coming in, you see all these guys that are, you know, you're supposedly supposed to be bigger and stronger. But as much as they are, a lot of it's a mindset as well. As long as you come in and expecting that you can compete and try to compete and you're going to give it your all to compete, then I think that's one of the biggest things. But obviously, weight room strength and just knowledge of the game is a different thing because like a lot of the guys, they just know no ball and they just know football. It's hard to think faster than the guy that just knows the game better than you. And sometimes that's part of those watching film and film study and, you know, learning from coaches and stuff like that. So that's one of the biggest things. And I know personally me, it was just being able to learn from the older guys as well. So coming in, you know, you just have to take notes from those guys because the guys that have started before, they've been playing a lot of football and stuff like that. So you have to learn from them and be able to learn and transition. So one last question. Gunner, you'll definitely be here next season. I'm not sure about the two of y'all, but what would be your hopes for next season? Definitely when the conference championship again, we did it this year. That should kind of be like the standard now should be expected. And personally, I want to win at least one playoff game. I really think if we had won that Randolph-making game, we really could have made a playoff run, which I definitely want to be a part of. So that's a big goal of mine for next year. Yeah, same here. I mean, I'm I'm going to say I'm coming back, and same as Gunner. I just want to go on a playoff run. I was somebody, whether it was like rec league or high school football, I never got to go on a playoff run. I never won anything. And, you know, you finally getting a taste of it. You just want to keep doing it, keep do it as long as you can. Yeah, I think just winning and having a winning standard, you know, not taking losing as like, oh, we lost, it's okay. That's like, that's just not acceptable. I, I came from high school where it was like an expectation to make the playoffs and we were able to win a state championship. So every year we're making it a run to the playoffs. And then I got to seeing you and We've changed it around now where we're competing for conference championships and make it to the playoffs. So now I think everyone's gotten a taste of a playoff round, how it feels to be in the playoffs, what it takes to win playoff games. So I think anything short of a conference championship and a playoff run would just be like sure of what we want. Do you have any advice to maybe people who are hoping to play college football or come to seeing you and play football? What would be one piece of advice you'd have for them? Take the academics seriously. I think a lot of people, their freshman year, their first semester, football takes over everything. It takes over so much time and it's your first semester of college. So they don't know how to balance both. And then your GPA drops and you're ineligible. So then you can't do spring ball. You can't do the workouts. You just miss out on that development. So then your sophomore year comes around and either one, just not on the team anymore, or two, you're just not ready and you didn't make that jump from your freshman to sophomore year. So definitely be prepared to take the academics seriously. Yeah, agree with Gunner. Academics and weight room, really just being disciplined. If you can stay at your school over summer, stay there. It it helps. It helped me a lot to be able to play. So, yeah. Yeah, great to weight room because seeing you is not easy to get into. It's not easy to stay in because it's, it's, school's pretty hard. But, but, I mean, if you do the right things and you study and, you know, you go to office hours and you ask for help and you go to the study groups, then you'll be able to succeed. And also – 
you can never get too strong. It's like no such thing as just being too strong. So you just keep lifting, get get in shape, and then you'll be able to succeed. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Congratulations again on a great season. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening. And as always, I'll be seeing you on the lawn.